Yes, I know. Hello. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you today. Today we have a lesson talking about Jesus. And our lesson on today is the ministry of Jesus according to Mark. This is lesson number five. And so who is he to you? Who is Jesus to you? What about you, Yanni? Who is Jesus to you? He's uh, he's Abba. He's the one who made us, created us. He's also speak up. He's also the son of all male man. Okay, who is Jesus to you, Derek? Well, I'd say he's the father of men. The father of men. Okay, all right. Pastor Derek Fletcher today coming to you live with Yes and Amen you, um, and we're gonna share some truths about his word. And right now we're gonna look at this awesome video, enjoy it, and we'll be back. Enjoy the rest.
All right, praise God. How was that? Was that a awesome presentation of praise and worship on today? Yes, it was. All right, all right. So um, there's a Douglas Talks video. We could watch that. But it's talking about Jesus, the good shepherd, right? He's a good shepherd to some people. And so we could look at that um, maybe at the end. So how was that video, Derek? Did you enjoy that video? Yes. I Did you enjoy the video, video, Derek? I enjoyed that video. You enjoyed it? Say it again. Did you enjoy yes, that video? I enjoyed that video very much. Okay. All right. What about you, Yanni? I thought that it was a great example. Okay. Okay. All right. So on today, who is Jesus to you? Let's get into the lesson on today. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Derek, open us up with prayer. Father God, we want to thank you on today for giving us grace. Amen. Praise the Lord. We just want to say thank you so much for all that you have done today. We hope to learn something from your knowledge of Hope to learn something from the knowledge of the Bible today. We hope to learn something brand new and something that is faithful unto you. Something that is faithful unto you. Okay, so I'm trying not to correct you uh, on the mic, but I'm going to have to sit straight up and come toward the mic and speak not at the floor, but speak toward the mic, okay? All right, I was trying to signal you, but okay, pray again. Lord, Father God, we want to thank you on today for giving us grace. We just want to say amen and praise the Lord. Thank you so much for what all you've done. We hope to learn something today from your holy Bible. We want to learn something new, something that will grant us speech, something that will grant us the Holy Spirit, something that will grant us something more wiser than you've ever done or ever or you could know from us in jesus my name we pray amen amen in jesus name we pray so we speak toward the mic shoulders up all right and so on today on today we are going to educate you on the life and ministry of jesus according to gospel the Gospel of Mark, to challenge the students with what it means to follow Jesus. What does it mean to follow Jesus? What does it mean? May I answer? All right. And who am I? What's my name? What's I's name? What's your name? Iani? Yes. Okay. So what it means to follow God is to to follow Jesus. To follow Jesus is to is to pray and go to church and honor his word and what he's done on the earth. 
Okay. Okay, Derek. What is Jesus to you? Well, he's to you? the son of God. To follow Jesus. What does it mean to follow him? Let me rephrase that. It means you're with the spirit of God and you'll follow him throughout any throughout any outcome and you always will have faith. In okay, him. always have faith. All right, so there's a scripture where Jesus says, he says, these things that I do, these things that I do is because the father in heaven has shown me, right? So, so we want you to be the example of what Jesus would do. Okay, so to inspire the students to deny themselves and take up their cross and follow Jesus. So what does it mean to deny yourself? So does it mean that all that awesome time that you're taking to play video games, you got to give some of that time to Jesus and prayer and reading his word? What does it mean? Yes, that is correct. Oh, it's correct. What does that mean for you? Hmm. Jesus said, he said, I, I, I'm obedient to my father, which is in heaven. Well, I, bet, I guess you could say he, can, he always stays loyal to his word. Okay. So deny yourself. We're talking about deny yourself. <laughs> what about insecurity? If I'm feeling insecure about myself, I have to deny that insecurity and I have to see what God's word says about me, right? And what Jesus, right. what Jesus says in his word, right? Right. Jesus told the disciples, he said, these things and more, these things and more you'll be able to do, right? And, and so you gotta have that kind of faith in who you are. And so choices, you have choices to make your teenagers and adolescents, you have to make a choice. You have to deny yourself and pick up your cross and follow after Jesus. It's really hard to do, right? So there's comfort, commitment, the cross, discipline, following Jesus, fruitfulness. What does fruitfulness mean, Derek? Hmm. What about don't waste time with things that's not gonna benefit you and your future, but waste time or spend your time with those things that's gonna benefit you, right? So right. Yanni, what does integrity mean? What does that mean? Integrity means that you're really smart and you listen to your not gut. Really smart? And you listen to your gut if it's oh, yeah. telling you something? So integrity says doing the right thing even when no one's looking, right? I'm going to go downstairs and get some of that banana pudding ice cream. I don't like banana. I'm going to go downstairs and instead of uh, getting a wholesome sandwich and some fruit, I'm going to just get some chips, right? Yeah, no. That stuff yeah. is not good for your body, right? But integrity means also when your mother or your father ask you a question, 
even if you think you're scared and going to get in trouble, you're going to be honest with your parents. Or integrity means <coughs> doing the right thing when no one's looking. Well, I'm going to get that other power aid or that other uh, whatever, right? But I'm not going to put another one in the refrigerator. I'm going to leave that last pickle in the jar. No, half of a pickle. And I'm not telling anyone. So let's see what Mark 38, let's see what Mark 38 and I mean, 8 and 34 says. Okay. This is our memory verse, the way of the cross. Can I read it? Not yet, not yet. Okay, go ahead and read it. Then he called the crowd to cry to him, to him along with his disciples and said, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. When you come on your knees so your voice can go there because you're speaking there, your voice is like that. Come on, ready to read? You can look there and turn your mouth there, right? Read it, 34, the way of the cross. Read it. Then he called, then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, whoever wants to be my disciples must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. All right, thank you. So Mark 8 and 34, I believe it was 8 and 34, right? Right, was it? Yes. It says, then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, whoever wants to be my disciples must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Then he called to the crowd. He called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. You must deny yourself. You must deny your selfish outlook. You must deny uh, when you say, it's not my time to do the dishes, so I'm gonna get some snacks late at night and leave the dishes for the person the next morning without rinsing them and cleaning them out. You're gonna say, you know what, I'm going to deny myself and I'm going to wash those dishes. Or you can say, you know what, I'm going to deny myself and not lie to my parents that I was playing games and just come clean. So or you must take up your cross and follow after Jesus. All right, we have the opening prayer. Let's try it again here. All right, Father, we thank you for the lesson on today. We thank you that our eyes are opened up, the eyes of our, our understanding. We thank you 
and we praise you that this lesson is teaching us how to deny ourselves and pick up our cross and follow after Jesus. And we thank you in his name. We pray. Amen. Amen. All Amen. right. So one of the reasons we've heard the following are there any commonalities, any commonalities. So, uh, so here, uh, you're supposed to have a journal and, and we're not doing a whole lot in that area. Um, but so I'm going to ask a question. Um, yeah, we're just going to skip that part. So what is the one thing about Jesus? We'll, we'll just ask that question. Um, the one thing about Jesus that, that motivates you to become a disciple, Yanni? When on I, your knees, on your knees, on your knees, girl. Turn your mouth that way. There you go. When I hear what he's done on the cross, all right, that talk makes normal. Me be, talk normal. When I hear on what he's done on the cross, that makes me want to be his disciple and follow what he's done on the earth. Okay, don't touch nothing. Thank you. Okay, no thumping, no thumping noise. It'll pick it up. What motivates you to be a disciple of Christ? The fact that he heals the, the sick, makes waves, helps people have faith in every in anyone else. Okay, he heals people. And, All right. And not to mention, keeps them in the Holy Spirit of God. Oh, okay. All right. Have a seat. And okay, uh, no noise. It's God's hand. No noise. No extra noise. The mics pick it up. This mic is a condenser mic, it's super sensitive. Even if you break the wind, it will hear it and pick it up. The squishy noise in the bing bag chair, the eh, 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 of your bed mattress. So, Yanni, yes? please read this scripture, the whole thing, because Derek will read the next one. This is Mark 8. 22 through 26. They came to Beth. What's the? Bethesda. Bethesda. And some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by the hands and led him outside the village. When he had spit on the man's eyes, and put his hands on him, Jesus asked, do you see anything? He looked up and said, I see people. They look like trees around, walking around. Once more, Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes. Then his eyes were open. His sight was restored and he saw everything clearly. Jesus sent him home saying, don't even go into the village. Okay. Um, also, I want you to wear those when you come up here so you can hear yourself. So you'll know if you're too loud or not, okay? Thank you. Okay. All right. So Jesus is miracle happen in two steps. What were they, Derek? What'd he do for the blind man? He spit on both of his eyes 
and covered his and covered his hands over the blind man's eyes. Okay, and then what happened? He saw trees. He saw People trees. Being trees. Okay, and then he what else? And then he then he did something else, right? Then he then he did it again and covered his eyes. Okay. And after right. that, he can see. He could see again. All right. Okay, Yanni, why do you think it took two steps for the miracle to take place? Why do you think? Because at first he saw walking trees, and then after Jesus did it again, you then see people he trees. saw people. Okay. That's all I have to say. Okay, Derek. Why do you suppose Jesus took the man, told the man not to go into the village? Why do you suppose Jesus told the man not to go into the village? Ba Probably because there is a, a public. The public? The public. Well, okay. He, maybe he wanted him to wait a little while and then go later, maybe. I don't know. Because the, the people would say, oh, oh, you can see now. But maybe the first time he didn't believe, then the second time, when he just saw people like trees, then God did it, then Jesus did it again, then he was able to see. So maybe Jesus needed him time, time to kind of receive his healing all the way before the naysayers, I don't know. But you already said it to people, cool. All right, don't go nowhere, don't go nowhere. Come over here, come over here, come on. Come on, you gotta read this scripture right here. Okay, this is Mark 8. 27 through 30, please. <clears throat> Jesus and his disciples went on to the village around Caesarea, Caesarea, Caesarea Philippi. Philippi. On the way, he asked them, who do people say I am? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still and still others, one of the prophets. prophets. But what do what about you? He asked. Who do you say I am? Peter answered, You're the Messiah. Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. Messiah, my, my, my Messiah. He said, Peter said, Man, we know you are the Messiah. And they said, Don't tell. Oh, okay. He said, Yada, he told me, he said, don't tell no one. Don't tell no one. Right? In another context, he said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but the Holy Spirit. But anyway, okay, uh, let's see. Yanni, read those three verses right there. Okay. Of Mark 8. He then began to teach them the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chef, the priest, and the teachers of the law, 
and that he must be killed and after three days rising again. He spoke plainly about this. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Rebuke him. But when Jesus turned and looked at his disciple, he rebuked Peter. Get behind me, Satan. Satan. That's the devil. He asked, you do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely, merely, merely human concerns. Okay, so he told he told Peter, he told Peter, he said, he said, man, you don't know what you're talking about. He said, get behind me, Satan. He said, you're concerned about the things of human beings and not the things of God. So, so do do you guys get caught up in that? Were you concerned about your Cheerios? and not concerned about the source of who God is, the abundance of your Cheerios? Yes or no, that's a yes or no question. Yes. Yes. Yes? Okay, you don't want to answer the question. I don't know. So why did Jesus ask the disciples, why would Jesus ask the disciples uh, who people said he was, Derek? Why would he ask the, the disciples that? To know who he actually was and to know why. To know who he actually was and why he was here. Oh, to know who he was and why he was here. Oh, don't go nowhere. Stay right there. That's a good place to be. Okay, let's see here. To help his followers realize that he is the son of God, to help them understand. So Peter, in true form, stop moving, jumps in, jumps out here with an answer. So Peter, he's always the first. So what, what is it? What, what was his response, Yanni, what did he say? On your knees, on your knees, come on. Question number two. Hmm. So Jesus, well, Peter said that he will not go behind the devil. He said, Satan, get thee behind me. That means, Satan, get out of here. That's what it means. Get thee behind me. Don't be in front of me. Get behind me. Okay. Says, what did, but he asked a question. Peter said, he said, you're the Messiah, right? He said that you are the Messiah. Messiah, yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't a crier, but he's the Messiah, <laughs> the Lion of Judah. <laughs> All right, so do you feel that Peter's answer 
Do you feel that Peter's answer was what Jesus is what Jesus uh, was looking for? Why or why not? Derek, so when he said, he said, Jesus, he said, you're the Messiah. So what was, so was that the expectation? Do you think he was expecting Peter to say that? Hmm. I think he sit was. up, sit up. I think he was. He was. So for the first time, Peter talks about, Jesus talks about the suffering. He must, no, no, stay, stay. He must go through. So why do you think he chooses to do that now? Why does he share it now, Yanni? Probably because he didn't want to share it later when it was too late. Maybe because Peter discovered that he was the Messiah. Stop moving. He's the Messiah. Stop moving your bag. Just stay still. So why does Jesus, why does Jesus get upset with Peter, right? Because he shares, Peter, Peter hears Jesus says, hey, he said, I got to go. And the chief priest is looking at me and everybody. He said, they're going to kill me in three days. And Peter's like, what? I got my knife. Nothing happening to you, Jesus. So why does Jesus get upset with Peter? Peter's like, no, ain't nothing happening. Don't touch nothing. Because he Pay was attention. because he was gonna use violence instead of trusting Jesus. Oh, what you think about that, Peter? I mean, Derek. <laughs> what do you think about that, Derek? Speak to the mic. She, she well, she already. Uh, no, what you think about that? Well. Well, don't ask about she or her. It's about you. She already answered. It's about my, you. She already he. answered my question. Oh, she answered your question. Okay, so uh Derek, Jesus mentions the things of God and the things of man. What are some of the things of man Jesus might be talking about then? That's all you. Hmm, That's I all you, baby. He, get it. Thank you. I think he's talking about, <clears throat> I think he's talking about something like uh, a, um, it's called a uh, simple, no, not simple. I'm yeah, going to drink all the milk. Selfishness. Think um, compared to God and men, like men are selfish and then God isn't, he's so basically men are different. Um, what about there. meeting the temporal needs, the things we can touch, establishing earthly kingdoms, right? right? So men are only interested in what they can see and touch, right? But right. but Jesus is talking to them about spiritual things, about things from the natural you can't see right away, right? Right. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to read this, this one right here since I've been having you guys read. Right, so this is our this is our main scripture here, the way of the cross. Right, Jesus is talking and he's saying, right, in eight thirty-four. Then he called the crowd to him 
along with his disciples and said, does that sound familiar? That's like our memory verse. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me, right? You got to take up things that are godly, things that are wholesome, things that are of God, right? Right. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. So to save your life, you have to lose it. And he's talking about the pursuit of, man, all I want to do is play games all day. Man, all I want to do is eat Funyuns, potato chips, and popcorn all day. I don't want to eat real food, right? And so, but whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. So are you living your life according to the Bible and according to the gospel? Or are you living a life according to what your parents are saying? And sometimes parents don't teach what the Bible is teaching, but you have to follow the Bible. You have to follow the Bible, right? You have to. And so when, let's see, where was I? Yeah, so 36. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world? You can have all the shoes, all the clothes, all the gaming things and, and all of the, the gel pens and, and all of the watches, the remote control cars. But if you don't know Jesus, right? It says here, you can gain the whole world yet forfeit your soul. God has created us for his purpose, not our personal purpose. So he's telling them, lay down your fleshly personage, pick up your cross and follow me. Lay down those, those pursuits and those things that you're doing about me, 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 I, I, I. So he says here, or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Your soul is the most valuable thing that you have in life. And that's why the devil, Satan, he's after your soul. He wants you to burn in a, a eternal fire, in hell fire. But Jesus said, he said, I have come that you might have life and that more abundantly. And so that's why we accept Jesus as Lord. That's why we accept Jesus as Christ and Lord over our lives. And 38 says, if anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the son of man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his father's glory with the holy angels. So Jesus is coming back. He's coming back and he's going to say either one or two things. He's going to say, uh, good and faithful servant. And he's going to say, come enter into my rest. But if you're not a good and faithful servant, he's going to say, I can't do nothing for you. 
I'm gonna hand you to Satan, and it's gonna be a eternal hellfire life for you, okay? And so that's why it's important, okay? So the main purpose of this, of the point in the passage is what? He wants us to deny our own personals and follow him, right? He wants us to follow him. Who does Jesus address here? Derek, who does Jesus address here? Everyone, the crowd, right? He addresses everyone, right? We already talked about the sacrifice. So Yanni in verse 36 poses a question. What do you think the answer is to this question? 36, let's look at 36. 36. It says, what good is it for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit? Forfeit means to give up their soul. What good is it? It's no good. It's, it's like, you know what? I'm going to get that ice cream. You're going to enjoy that ice cream right now, but later, right? It's not going to do you no good because you ate it all up, right? Something similar to that. Okay, Derek. Verse 37 also poses the question, what do you think about, what do you think the answer of it should be? It says, or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? What can you give in exchange for your soul, Derek? Your life. Your life? What about nothing? I don't know. Nothing. I don't know. Let's find out. Nothing. <sighs> okay. What do you think is the point of Jesus challenging and asking questions like this? Why do you think? What's the whole point of it? The Makes you want to think. But go ahead. The whole point is it is to see if you're actually with God. See if like you're actually you're not with God. just with them just because you're with them. Like if Satan offered you like a million dollars or something, he has to make sure that you're not going to take that and abandon it. Okay. So that's why he's testing you to see if you're worthy. Okay. Okay. Did, did she take your answer, Derek? Cause you up now. I was gonna say. Come up, come up! I can't hear you. She wasn't. She come didn't up. Take my answer. Get up to the. Get up to the mic. <sighs> Kiss it like out of sight, James Brown, with the funky sound. So basically, no, no, what no, no. I was back, back, say. back. Right there. Right there, into the mic. It's just, it's just Natural. basically saying if you're loyal or not. Basically, if you're loyal. If you're loyal, say, uh, say if someone gave you like a mansion, three billion dollars, cars, and okay. all and all the babes you can wish for. Okay. Would you give up God 
and All move right. on. Okay. No. So, so wrong, because you never give up on right, God. Bam. So it's nothing wrong with a million dollars. There's nothing wrong with a mansion. But Creed. If, you, if you get those things or have those things, will you forget about God? Yes. Then it's an issue. Exactly. It's an issue. Okay, so let's see here. What does this say? So make it real. Do we want to? Okay. So here we are looking at the gospel of Mark, right? Up to this point, the disciples, the disciples have been clueless about who Jesus really was, right? right. I mean, he was feeding 5,000. He was healing people. He was talking about parables about the sore and the seed. So he shared many different things, right? The second half of Mark's gospel deals a lot with enlightening the disciples. Enlighten means to reveal, to open up, to give a more direct revelation or revealing about who Jesus was or who he is. All right, the story of the blind man is likely put into place to fit in with Jesus's teaching, right? Was teaching the disciples in the next section. He was not only curing physical blindness, but what about spiritual blindness, right? There's an area of spiritual blindness right? Like when you guys uh, just fight with each other. And then when your parents say, stop it or work it out, you don't, you just kind of get more, more toward each other, right? You can't, you can't hear the Holy Spirit telling you to be nice, right? To your brother or your sister, because you're overcome. You're spiritually blind, right? There's a bigger picture. All right, so in order to see clearer, we need to deny ourselves, our own personal hurts, our own personal fears, and look past the hurt so that we can do great things. Now, I could tell you about being hurt, but you have to look past that to see the greater work that God has for you, okay? That means don't be angry so much. You can be angry, but don't let it dictate your day, right? Don't cause things to block you, Derek and Iyani, to block you from the things of God, okay? You must be willing to accept consequences that come along with being a Christian and follow him and his will for us. The consequences that we face as believers and Christians is small compared to the reward that we will get in heaven. God has given us everything that we need on the earth everything that we need to be successful. He wants that for us, but it comes with conditions. And, and, and when I say conditions, 
They are things that we give up. When we give up things, then he enlightens us, right? When we, when we set our own needs aside and focus on Christ, then he reveals to us who we really are in him with our gifts, right? We have gifts, we have talents, and he made us to do certain things, okay? Yes. All right. And when we don't reach the potential that God has for us, it hurts him. But there's nothing he can do. We must make a choice. All right. So let's pray, guys. Father God in heaven above, we thank you for today. We thank you for the message of your word. We thank you that we can deny ourselves and pick up our cross and follow you. We thank you that your word is a light unto our feet and a direction of light for our pathways that we must travel in this life. And so we thank you now and we praise you in the name of Jesus. All right, Father, thank you. On today, I want to say thank you for joining us for Yes and Amen. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher, along with Derek Fletcher II and Iyani uh, Fletcher. And we thank you for today. All right, let's let's hear some music. We should play that video. That one video again. All right, everybody here in the music. Glory to glory. Bless everyone on today, and we will talk with you later.